to cleave to anything is to grasp it firmly, to hold it tenaciously, and to prefer to be torn in pieces rather than to be torn from it. So that young converts and even aged saints cleave unto or continue to abide with the Lord, then they will avoid every bypath. This is a quote coming to you from the Biblical Illustrator. In this broadcast, we are continuing our new series based on the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. In this podcast, we're going to use as our main text, Acts 11, 21 to 23, which says, And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch, who when he came and had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all, that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. Now in this podcast, we are going to zero in on the word cleave. We're going to examine it and study it. And more specifically, we're going to look at the phrase cleave unto the Lord. We will examine both the Old Testament and the New Testament to find out what it says about cleaving unto the Lord. All right, starting with the Old Testament. That word cleave in the Hebrew is dawback, and it occurs 50 times in the Old Testament, and it conveys the primary sense of cling to or join together. So when you hear that word cleave, we're thinking about uh, something clinging to or joining together. We see a picture of this. In Genesis 2.24, where Moses said, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Here we see that the man and his wife are joined together. He leaves his father and mother, cleaves unto his wife. He's joined together with his wife. He cleaves to his wife. Then in Joshua 23, 11 to 12, we see God's stern warning to his covenant people, Israel, against cleaving in marriage to the Canaanite people that were surrounding them. This is what it says. Take good heed, therefore, unto yourselves, that you love the Lord your God. Else, if you do in any wise go back and cleave unto the remnant of these nations, even these that remain among you, 
and shall make marriages with them and go in unto them and they to you. And so here we see uh, the phenomenon of cleaving to the Lord, this uh, relationship that Israel has, this covenant relationship, this marriage with Yahweh, that Israel cleaved unto the Lord. They were joined together with the Lord through worship, obedience, and service, and they were forbidden to make marriages with other nations. So we find the word cleave uh, repeatedly in the book of Deuteronomy and also in the book of Joshua when speaking of obedience or God's requirements for his people. We also see the serious consequences of those who neglect to do their duty before the Lord. Okay, so starting off, the first uh, verse we want to look at is Deuteronomy 10, 20. And here it shows us that cleaving unto the Lord is one very important aspect of obedience. Deuteronomy 10, 20, this is what it says. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave and swear by his name. So besides having a true reverence for God, heartily and sincerely serving him according to his will, swearing by his name, Israel was required to cleave unto the Lord, to hold fast to God, and not to turn aside to follow other gods. They were to faithfully and constantly abide with him and never forsake him, and to dread separation from him as the worst evil. Then secondly, we look at Deuteronomy 11, the whole chapter, and we see that it offers the rewards or the blessings of cleaving unto the Lord. In Deuteronomy 11.22, we read, For if you shall diligently keep all these commandments, which I command you to do them, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to cleave unto him. These were Moses' words to the children of Israel. If you will cleave unto him, then verse 14 we see God said, I will give you the rain, the first rain and the latter rain. Verse 15, I will send grass, in the fields for your cattle, that thou mayest eat and be full. Verse 23, the Lord said that he would drive out all these nations from before you, and you shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. And then verse 25, he said, there shall no man be able to stand before you. So if they would cleave unto the Lord, the Lord promised them 
prosperity, plenty, protection, power over their enemies. He promised them the promised land, full of plenty. Then thirdly, we look at Joshua 23, and we see in this chapter, it depicts the serious consequences of not cleaving to the Lord. Verse 3 says, Joshua is saying here, You have seen all that the Lord your God has done unto all these nations. He has fought for you. Verse 7, Joshua said, Come not among these nations, these that are yet to be conquered, neither make mention of the name of their gods, neither serve them, nor bow yourselves unto them. Verse 8, he says, But cleave unto the Lord your God. Verse 12, Else if you do in any wise, go back and cleave unto the remnant of these nations and make marriages with them. Verse 13, They shall be snares and traps unto you, scourges in your sides, thorns in your eyes, until you perish. Joshua was telling him, telling them, and these were some of his final words to them. He was old and stricken in age, it said, and so he was exhorting them. His final words were, cleave unto the Lord your God, because if you don't, and if you cleave to the nations all around you, it's not going to be good. There will be destruction and trouble on all sides. And then lastly, we see in Deuteronomy 13, 1 through 4, it's implied that cleaving to the Lord is a special antidote against apostasy from truth. Or we can say it this way, cleaving to the Lord is a preservative from temptation. Okay, so here Moses is speaking, Deuteronomy 13, 1 through 4 says, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and you shall serve him and cleave unto him. So what's implied here through these words of Moses to the children of Israel that the way to prevent anyone or anything from turning you away from the Lord your God or thrusting you out of the way which the Lord commanded you to walk in is to cleave unto the Lord your God. This is how you put the evil away from your midst. Now, not only did these words applied to Israel at that time, but they can apply to us 
as well. That in this day and at this hour, the way to prevent anyone or anything from turning you away from the Lord your God or thrusting you out of the way which the Lord commanded you to walk in is to cleave unto the Lord your God. This is how you put the evil away from your midst. Okay, so having seen in the Old Testament how important cleaving to the Lord was, let's go to the New Testament now and see what it says. Okay, going to our main text in Acts eleven twenty one to 23. Uh, first of all, we see in verse 20 that what's happening here is uh, the men of Cyrus and Cyrene are preaching the Lord Jesus to the Grecians. And then we pick it up from there. It says, And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch, who when he came and had seen the grace of God was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. Now notice the words that Barnabas uh, gave to these new converts. Here's Barnabas. He traveled all this far distance from Jerusalem to Antioch. And he could have said anything to them when he saw the grace of God. He could have said anything, but he exhorted them with these words that they would, uh, with purpose of heart, they would cleave unto the Lord. Now, we don't know if he had in mind Moses' words to the children of Israel or Joshua's words to the children of Israel. But here he is speaking to these new converts coming all the way from Jerusalem to Antioch. And this is the message that he has for them. He's exhorting them that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. What he was giving them here is the required duty of all Christians. This is the indispensable, crucial, absolutely necessary duty of all Christians. And that word cleave in the Greek is prosmeno, and it has two ideas here. It means to adhere to, to cleave unto, but then on the other side, it means to remain with, to remain in a place with a person, to continue with, to remain loyal to the Lord, to persevere in, to adhere constantly and faithfully attached to the Lord. Now, notice that Barnabas, he said that with purpose of heart, they were to cleave unto the Lord. 
what he meant with that uh, by that was with your whole heart with a firm and fixed resolution in the grace and strength of Christ with a steady purpose with a deliberate choice no matter what you face whether tribulation or distress life or death you are to keep close to your profession of the truth of Christ. With purpose of heart, he exhorted them to cleave unto the Lord. Cleave to the Lord. He is your guide. He is your Lord and master. He is your strength, your sure foundation. They were to cleave unto the Lord. Now, in my studies, I came across different ideas behind those words, and I'd like to share some of them with you. To cleave unto the Lord is to hold to his person, to abide by his truth, to adhere to his cause, to continue to obey him, to be faithful and keeping his truth, to remain with him, to continue in fellowship and union with him, to persevere to the end of your life, to grow stronger and stronger in him, to be always trying to make him closer and closer, and uh, to be extremely jealous of anything and everything that would come in to separate you from him and are not to be content just to be near to him but to strive for oneness to be one with him and then lastly to never relax in your duty uh, especially uh, if you grow older in the Lord. You have been walking with him for a long time. Don't relax in this duty by praying less or studying your Bible less or being less guarded in society. But be jealous over the least symptoms of the slightest declension in your life. Keep your standard high. Now in closing, since there is a natural tendency in all of us, in our human heart, to cleave to inferior things, it comes easy for us to cleave to inferior things. And since there is that tendency and all of us, we need to be sure to cleave unto the Lord. Don't allow anything or anyone to separate you from him. This is a sure way to avoid future trouble caused by being separated from him. Now remember our opening quote from the biblical illustrator. This is what they said. 
to cleave to anything is to grasp it firmly, to hold it tenaciously, and to prefer to be torn in pieces rather than to be torn from it. Well, with those words in mind, let me ask you, how seriously are you taking your duty to cleave unto the Lord? Our time is up for today's broadcast, but I encourage you, stay tuned for our next teaching as we continue our study of the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. This is Connie Giordano with Walking in Truth Ministry, praying that you will walk in the truth every day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen.